My asshole. My asshole is completely on fire right now. My asshole is attacking me. I've never had my asshole this bad off. I mean, it is rough today. I've got a fucking uh, hemorrhoid the size of a golf ball on my asshole right now. And guess what it was caused by? Guess what it was caused by? It was caused by trying to be healthy. So I've been waking up every morning. I've been doing sit-ups. I've been doing push-ups. I've been doing squats. And I got my hemorrhoids flared up. And now I can't even sit down. I can't even. Like it's hard. Like it burns to take a shit. It burns to do everything. And it's just like walking around with a golf ball on your asshole. And that's what I'm doing all day today. I'm walking around. People are like, why is he walking like that? Why is she walking like that? Why is she the way she is today? What's up with the waddle? It's almost as if he's got a corn cob up his ass or maybe even something as small as a golf ball in his ass. Well, it's because I do have a golf ball size hemorrhoid on my asshole and it sucks. It really sucks. So this week, you know, like last week I had COVID. This week, my hemorrhoids flared up. So it's just one thing after the other. So I've been sick for the past three weeks. The past three weeks, if y'all haven't been listening to the podcast, I've been poisoned by bigots at Rancho Viejo and Muscle Shoals. I've gotten COVID. Uh, And now, the cherry on top of my shit pie, I've got a gigantic golf ball size hemorrhoid on my butthole. And I went by today, I had to get some of those wet wipes, I had to get me some uh, hydrocortisone to put on my asshole. And I called, you know, I I have a prescription for this, right? But I've ran out of the prescription, so I called, I called the fucking pharmacy today. Couldn't get anyone on the fucking phone. It was this robo call fucking AI bullshit where you can't talk to anyone on the goddamn phone not a goddamn person and I'm having to sit here and I'm just screaming human human I just want to talk to a human and I just sat there yelling that over and over and over again human all I want to talk to is a human being and normally I don't want to talk to a human being normally uh, I uh, hate talking to human beings but it's preferable over a fucking like robocall like automated system AI bullshit and then you know I type in my information type in all my information my name my birth date the fucking prescription I'm trying to get refilled everything and it'd be like we don't have you in our system it's like the fuck you don't you're my fucking pharmacy it's like you know what you need to do the automated system said this the automated system said you know what you need to do download our app like fuck you and fuck your app a human 
a human. Human beings. We have value. We are valuable to the world. We matter. Humans matter. Human lives matter. And I would like to talk to a human. So after 10 minutes of screaming at a fucking automated teller system, it's like, well, we're going to... Uh, apparently they must have some type of, like, software that detects when you're, like, getting fucking agitated. Because I'd literally... It had been running me through the same thing for, like, 10 minutes. And then when I started screaming, it's like, connecting you to the actual pharmacy attendant... And, of course, I was sweet. I was lovely. As Victoria always is to the lady uh, at the pharmacy. I'm like, I have a prescription that I would like to get refilled for a high-dose, high-strength hemorrhoidal cream for my asshole. Because I have a golf ball-sized hemorrhoid on my asshole, and I need it now. It wasn't there yesterday. But I flared it up today because I did 100 squats, I did 100 sit-ups, I did 100 push-ups. I'm a fucking beast of a fat bitch. And apparently this made my hemorrhoid flare up. So this lady's like, well, let me see if it's still in date and all this stuff. See if we can prescribe it. And I'm sitting there like, okay, alright, yeah, 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 yeah. Do that, do that. See, see if I got a refill. She's like, okay, you got a refill. When can you pick it up? And I'm like... I have to go to work today, so it's going to be first thing in the morning. I will come pick up the hemorrhoidal cream that's going to go directly. I'm going to shove that whole tube up my ass. It's going to go directly on my asshole. And uh, I said, first thing in the morning, I'll pick it up. Click. Bitch hangs up on me. The goddamn whore, cunt, slut, bitch just, just hangs the fuck up on me. And I'm just sitting there thinking, what the fuck? I guess they're busy. But I just sit there thinking, oh, well, okay, I did talk to her. I did tell her what I needed. I did say, hey, I'll be there in the morning to pick it up. Surely she'll have it ready for me in the morning, right? I mean, there's no need to call back. And I swear to God, Victoria... Victoria is going to lose her shit in the morning time. If she goes to that pharmacy and they don't have her prescription ready, I'm literally going to pull down my pants, spread my cheeks, spread, spread my cheeks, and I'm going to show them the golf ball size hemorrhoid on my ass. That I'm going to I'm going to put the golf ball hemorrhoid on the fucking counter. And I'm like, you see why I need the cream desperately? Because this is making me walk weird. And hopefully, they'll have the goddamn decency to get me the hemorrhoidal cream so I can walk normal and be a normal human being. This sucks. I don't like this. And, you know, I was talking to someone about, uh, actually, I was talking to my doctor. My, I have a really good doctor in... Uh, I don't want to say where. I have a really good doctor. Let's just say he's got he's got anal in his name, so you know you know he's a good doctor for ass ass shit. So, um, I went over there 
What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. He, he was telling me about a surgery where I could have it removed. And I was like, man, wouldn't that be nice just having the hemorrhoid removed? That way I could just go about my life uninhibited, uh, untainted by these flare-ups, you know? Because most of the time it's good. I just, you know, I got to remember to put the cream on there to make sure it doesn't flare up. Um, but then I talked to several people and they said, you know, they, they go in, they put a rubber band on it and they choke it off and it just falls off and you're just in misery for like a whole month. It hurts like a motherfucker. So you probably don't want to have that surgery. So they got me talked out of that, but I was like, well, you know, a month of misery and then you're free of your hemorrhoid. So... Wouldn't it be worth it? I don't know. Wouldn't it? But for now, I think I'm going to continue putting on the cream. I've got so much going on in my life right now that uh, I guess um, guess I'm just going to try to see what the the uh, high-powered hydrocortisone cream will do to my asshole and see if I can't get this under control because I'm not going to stop doing squats, doing sit-ups, doing push-ups, which I guess is straining it and making it flare up uh, so hopefully the cream will work if that don't work i guess i'm gonna have to go have it removed but i got so much going on right now that i, I don't want to i don't want to go that far with it i don't want to have uh this golf ball removed yet maybe i can get it back down to you know not even noticeable like it was i just went and bought some dollar tree uh hydrocortisone and put on it which did make it feel better but i can still feel it down there just ain't no way to live. I mean, I, I need to just go to the vet, tell the vet like, "Hey, put me down, just like you would a dog." Just do the, do the dosage for a 255-pound beautiful voluptuous woman, and just put me under, because I don't want to live like this. All right. And while you're there, get me a Brevecto pill. I got fleas. All right. And that's the high-quality content you're gonna get here on this podcast on uh, Victoria Vandenberg's. Biscuits Buttered Podcast. You're going to hear about my daily complaints. You're going to hear about my life and how shitty it is. Right? Just to give you an overview of my life. I've got a golf ball size hemorrhoid as previously discussed. I live in the recesses of my father's house. My grandfather's house. In a small town in Alabama. Uh, The house is falling in because he won't fix nothing. And I don't have the money to fix it. So I'm just going to let it fall in. Uh... I uh, have uh, one one good friend, and uh, I have uh, a boyfriend uh, named Raul, who is um, uh, we're gonna get into him. He's you know bipolar, depressed, kind of kind of crazy, but I love him. So what, what can you do? What can you do? I have a thing for the weakness for Latinos. What can, what can you do when you got that right? So. That's the high-quality content that you will get here every week on this podcast, on the Biscuits Butter Podcast. And I promise you that I will not ever put any thought or uh, production quality or insight into this podcast. This podcast is about the soul. The soul of a human being. The soul of a person who is kind of depressed, kind of sad, kind of lonely. There's fleeting moments of happiness, but most is misery. 
And once a week, I'm going to get on here and I'm going to spill my soul to you. I'm going to lay my soul, soul bare to you. All right? I am what it's like to live in America right now. It's lonely. Everyone hates each other. The country's falling apart. We can send billions of dollars to Ukraine, but we can't even take care of communities that are on fire and ravaged by a fucking industri industrial wasteland that we live in. Uh, it's horrid here. It's horrible. Right? We don't take care of our people. We don't care about anybody. It's cold. Everyone's ideological. Everyone's got their own little opinion, their own little group, their own little ideology. And they don't want to hear your bullshit. They don't want to connect with you. They don't want to have a, hear a differing opinion. They can't tolerate anyone else's opinion. It's a horrible country. We're horrible people. Nasty. Godless people. Godless. And I'm one of them. I'm a godless person too. But you know what? Compared to some of these people that say they believe in God, in a weird way, I think I'm a more moral, upstanding person than them. Did I say I was poisoned by a homophobic bigot in Muscle Shoals, Alabama at Rancho Viejo? I was. And he's probably a big Catholic Christian, I'd imagine. He poisoned our food, treated us like shit. Pitched a fit about wanting us, he wanted us to take two separate tickets. I was like, no, motherfucker. This is America. And in this country, in this country, when you see two faggots eating chili verde in a Mexican restaurant, you be on your best behavior and you listen to the two faggots eating their food in Rancho Viejo and you bring them one ticket. You don't dispute the fucking ticket. You listen to us because you're the fucking help. You piece of shit. We're the ones patronizing the restaurant. Being patrons of the restaurant. Not you. We're the customers. We matter. But apparently that doesn't matter anymore. Customer service doesn't matter anymore because you're too ideological. You're too in your bubble to accept that there's other people in the goddamn world. When I see someone wearing a Trump hat, a MAGA hat, you know how I treat them? I'm nice to them. I'm friendly to them. Because I know there's more to that person than that goddamn MAGA hat. There's more to that person. I have people at work with me. They're QAnon nuts. Yeah, I think it's silly. But I treat that person good. Because I know there's more to that person than their QAnon conspiracy beliefs. And that's what this country is now. It's a bunch of people in their own little bubbles, with their own ideologies, with their own identities, and they only want to be around people who think and talk and are like them. 
And we got to reject that. We got to reject that bullshit. Because me, I consider myself a liberal person. Most liberals don't like me because I'll, I'll say a few harsh words. I'll disagree that uh, we should be locking step with Joe Biden. You know, I disagree that I don't think we should have done a lockdown for the COVID pandemic. I think it caused a lot of damage, actually, looking back on it. But I would get killed by people on MSNBC and people like that who just, all they want to hear is what Rachel Maddow has to say. And if you have anything other than what Rachel Maddow has to say, you're a fucking idiot, troglodyte, fucking know nothing. Well, I don't think that's true. I meet people all over the country that say dumb shit every single day. I recognize they're smart people, but they say dumb shit, they do dumb shit, and God bless them for it. Because people are multi-layered. People have all kinds of quirks and tidbits that you won't see on the surface. You know, someone might be over there talking about UFOs and David Grush. And you're going to think, oh, that person's crazy. You might have someone over there talking about uh, how, um, about how, um, you know, you should be able just to identify as a person and be able to walk right in anywhere you want to go. That's fine. We all have different opinions. It's all different. Okay? You know, you might have someone who thinks that a prisoner should be able to say they're a woman and be transferred to a women's prison. Right? There are people who believe that. I think that maybe there should be a, a little bit of a process on that. But you'd have someone call me a turf for saying that. And how did I get to this? How did I get to this subject? Why am I talking about all this political shit? Because we're all human beings and I want us to get back to this country to just getting along, being able to have, a, have our different beliefs, being family and love each other and being nice to each other. I've had a lot of nasty people be really nasty to me lately. And uh, I don't care for it. I don't care for it. And I want to abide by it. And I won't act like it's normal. I'm not going to normalize people being shitty to each other. And yeah, I get a little shitty sometimes. I, I get, you know, I'm shitty somebody. And then I recognize it and I, I, I reel myself back in. I reel myself back in. Alright? And that's what we should all do. We got to, you know, we don't, you know, you have your morals... You try to live up to your morals, your ideology, what you believe in. A lot of times you fall short. I do it every day. But I still have my morals. I still have my beliefs. I still have my ideals. And I try to live up to them. And I think that's what everyone should do. That's what everybody should uh, uh, guide themselves by and try to get back to. And I know this rant has went all over the world from my asshole to politics to people treating me right, to everything under the sun. But that's what you get on this podcast. So you're just going to have to deal with it. All right? That's what we do here at Biscuits Buttered with Victoria Vandenberg. I have yet to check the social media. I have yet to get on the Twitter, Twitter, the Twitter, Twitter, and check it, which is now... 
which we never even talked about. What a fucking stupid bullshit thing, changing the name to X. And it's like, I don't know what he's doing over there. You know, he, he, he bought it for like, ah, let me get a swig of tea. Uh, he bought it for like a gazillion dollars. And now he's currently running it into the ground. And he's changed the name to X. I literally just get on there to look at naked people. Because that's all it's good for now. You get on X. And it should be called XXX. Because that's all that's on X now. Is is um, just naked people wanting to show you their tidbits. And uh, that's fine by me. But, it, I mean, you might as well just label it a porn site. Because I, I don't want to hear anybody's political bullshit on there. I'd rather just look at naked people. That That's a good quality... Uh, quality uh, waste of my time so um, but yeah so been been a long hard couple of weeks I've had Raul break up with me I've had hemorrhoids I've had COVID I've been poisoned um, lots of stuff going on I've been selling I guess I'll talk about my move which that's the re that's another reason I haven't been able to prepare prepare much for this podcast is because I spend I drive an hour and a half to work every day work and then drive an hour and a half back on the weekends I'm literally driving up to Bowling Green to see Raul I mean I don't have any time I'm hoping that when I get to Indianapolis that my life is going to be more normalized I'm going to have more free time and we're going to be able to actually kind of kind of, you know, uh, prepare a little bit more for the podcast, maybe make a website, maybe interact with social media more, do things like that, but this Indianapolis move has been uh, just something else, so today I spoke with my supervisor, she's like, hey, Human Resources send you that email? <laughs> like, no, no, they did not, and I'm the person that it should come to before anybody because I'm the person moving. Ugh, sorry about the yelling. So, she's like, well, well, come in my office. And we'll talk about it once you deliver the blah, 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 blah. I'm like, okay. So, I go and I do my work. I come back. And she's like, well, I got an email from blah, 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 and human resources and all this shit. And. And uh, she was like, have you even talked to them up there in Human Resources? I'm like, uh, just over email. Because they refused to give me a fucking phone number. Because the government agency I work at is fucked. So, finally, of course they gave my supervisor the number for the Human Resources. Which was a huge mistake. Because she gave me that number she printed off the email and I'm like oh I'm gonna have so much fun calling this cunt this cunt who has refused four weeks to give me a phone number I literally had to get online and through social media contact the union and the union gave me contacts for the supervisors that's how I had to talk to everybody at this different location because they were refusing human resources were refusing to give me info that's how fucked up and unorganized this place is so I'm gonna love to call this lady I'm gonna love to call her and I'm gonna be 
extra extra okay that's what we're gonna be we're gonna be a little extra we're gonna be a little difficult I'm gonna write down a hundred questions to give her and I'm gonna tell her I need a written goddamn report on how this works sent to my desk by Monday bitch because you've been avoiding me for three goddamn weeks three goddamn weeks the only reason I agreed to the transfer is because the supervisors were cool up there and it's more money cheaper city lots of stuff to do I'm gonna have a fucking blast this podcast is gonna be lit when I moved to Indiana that's weird I think I'm the only person on the planet that can get excited about moving to fucking Indiana I'm the only person because I live in such a shithole I live in such a decrepit state that I'm excited about moving to Indianapolis I'm the only person on the planet that could get excited about such a move but everybody's telling me the city's great uh, that it kind of gets a, you know, a, a rap for being a boring town but I've looked up so much stuff on it it doesn't seem like it's going to be a boring town it seems like it's actually going to be a really legit fun city to be in uh, I've actually got a list of like different bars and restaurants and places to go and everything else and we'll talk about that today on the podcast um, and uh, I'm actually so this week just to get into all the details of my life and maybe one day when I get settled up there we can get back because you know I used to talk about the news and politics and everything else but there's been so much going on lately that all I've been doing is talking about this fucking transfer. So maybe someday I'll actually get to where I want to be. All right? So, and we can actually sit down and talk about the news because there is a whole lot of weird shit in the news that I don't think I'm going to get to today. I just don't think I'm going to get to it. There's a lot of weird stuff, you know, Biden completely ignoring, you know, like fucking uh, states burning down. Biden is completely ignoring states burning down like I'm at the point now where I'm like this guy can't be running he can't be like I want him forcibly removed at this point okay so I'll I'll vote for Gavin Newsom I'll vote for anybody other than this cocksucker now okay so this week I called earlier this week I've got uh, I've got a realtor set up and I'm gonna be looking at and this is how everything in life is difficult nowadays you always have people trying to upsell you and doing all this shit so I fucking contact a realtor I'm like hey I want to look at this house and he's like I'm actually out of town right now bro I'm like but you're the realtor on this house yeah bro I'm I'm out of town I don't want to talk here here's I'm, I'm gonna text you a number for somebody you can talk to I'm like okay and so then I accidentally called the same guy back. I called the wrong number. And uh, I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I accidentally called you back again. He's like, yeah, you did, bud. And as I said, I'm out of town. I'm out of town. I'm not at work right now. And I'm just sitting there like, it was an accident, dude. Bye. You know, I'm like, what the fuck? Can't take fucking two seconds out of your goddamn day to talk to somebody about cash money? About willing and dealing? About making business deals? About making real estate deals? Fuck you! Woo! It's a live one today. Alright. 
I'm sitting in a parking lot. I hope no one's hearing me shouting. It's hot as fuck. The weather had gotten a little better for a little while, but uh, now it's like the tip's coming back up. You know, we had that little breeze for a while. That was nice. Well, anyway, so I call back. I called this guy. He sounds like he's fucking 15 years old, the, the other guy's number. And he's like, well, that house that you're looking at is actually a piece of shit. And the, uh, it's not even hooked up to the sewer lines. I was like, oh, well, obviously I don't want that. And I told him, I was like, look, I've got, I've got a list of houses that I'm interested in. I want to get into the cheapest goddamn thing that doesn't need, the cheapest goddamn thing that I can get approved on a loan. And he's like, well, you know, you don't want to, you know, you want to look over here around, you know, you want to look over here. And I'm like, no, I don't want to look over there. I want to look in the ghetto. I want to live in the ghetto. I want to have a cheap house. I want to have a cheap payment, especially with interest right now. So he's like, okay, I'll tell you what. I'm just going to go ahead and hook you up with uh, our mortgage people. So, ah, contact the mortgage people. I fill out all the paperwork. And they contact me back and they, you know, they talk to me like, hey, what are you looking at? Oh, why don't, why don't you buy a house over here in this subdivision, new, brand new house, all this, you know, in the 200s. And I'm like, did you not look at my application? And he's like, yeah, I looked at your application. And I'm like, why do you think I can afford a 200 300 something thousand dollar house if you he's like oh I, I tell you what son i got you i got you approved up to 150,000 and i was like well, i can't even afford 150,000 what are you talking about buddy what are you talking about why are you why are you talking about 150 i'm talking about 100 and below 100 and below i'm poor and he's like well Oh, you know, the houses you were looking at, you know, they're kind of in the ghetto. You know, and this is a gay man and his husband that run a mortgage company there, and God bless them. But, you know, I think, you know, there's some gay people that they get they get so successful and disconnected that they don't remember what it's like to be a poor gay. A poor rural gay. Right? And they're like, well, no, you don't want to live in the ghetto. It's like, yeah, I do. Because that's the only thing I can afford. You know, because the place I work is one of these places where it has a pay scale. So it takes like 10, 15 years before you're making really, really good money. So maybe one day when I'm like in my 50s, maybe I can afford to live in that subdivision he's talking about. But until then, I got to live in the ghetto that he's looking down on. And I like the ghetto. Elvis liked the fucking ghetto. And if it was good enough for Elvis, I like the fucking ghetto. Peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. So fuck you. You fucking stuck up, elitist, piece of shit, looking down on the ghetto. And uh, so basically, had a productive meeting with uh, the rich, elitist, homosexual gentleman. Um... Seemed like a lovely couple, other than the, uh, other than the uh, classist type stuff. I, I would say that um, very lovely couple. And again, goes back to the lesson. You know, just because someone says something that pisses you off, just because someone says something that you don't necessarily agree with, doesn't mean you should cast them aside. You know, you should make friends and uh, have a good time with them. All right, so. I'm still working with these people. So basically, just to sum up, 
I got set up with a uh, realtor. I've got several houses that I'm looking at. The market's fucking just great in Indianapolis. A lot of houses on the market, a lot of cheap houses on the market. It's a cheap fucking city. Uh, so it looks like I'm going to be able to go directly into a house. Looks like for the first couple of weeks I'm up there, I'm probably going to be living in a hotel. Um, so we got everything in line to move. We're finally moving out of Alabama into a big city. And uh, I'm just really looking forward to it. Uh, I've been doing a lot. independent uh and i don't even know how you pronounce this there's like an indie movie theater an indie movie theater in indy called concon cinemas and they have all kinds of weird like you know like independent films they're gonna have greg greg sistero there soon they're playing old boy currently i'm gonna fucking love going to this movie theater and it's gonna be like part of my every week experience and they've got some movie called uh, Passages which is like about a thruple uh, and it uh, looks, looks kind of hot to me uh, I definitely want to go see that I might talk, Birch Chili's riding up there with me Monday so I might talk him into going and seeing this Passages uh, and I will try not to masturbate in the theater because it, like it looks like a steamy movie to me um, so you know, and I wish I was going to be up there all week because George Clinton's going to be up there uh, on the on that Friday. So that that's really cool. Uh, they got a lot of cool shit. They've got like uh, a White Rabbit cabaret. Uh, what? What? Okay. So I've been doing research. You know, I want to I want to be one of these people. I want to be in bars every night. I want to be like at music venues. I want to be at comedy clubs. They have like three or four different comedy clubs. They have all, they've got a brewery called Scarlet Lane Brewing. And all they serve is like fucking beer. It is like horror movie themed beer. And it's in this community called Irvington, which was named after Washington Irving. And uh, there's just all kinds of cool shit in this town. And they have one of the largest... Halloween festival is called the Irvington Halloween Festival, largest and longest running Halloween festival in the country. So all this research that I've been doing has led me to believe that this is going to be a fucking great uh, city. I'm going to surprise uh, Burt's Chili and take him to some comic book shops. They got lots of comic book shops, Comic Book University, Downtown Comics, Comic Carnival. They're currently having their state fair right now, which is sadly uh, not going to be going when, by the time I get up there next week. They even got weird occult shops. So they got something called the Magic Kennel, the Inner Path. They got anything you can think of this city has. They even have like adult arcade bars. Kind of like Dave & Buster's. They got 16-bit bar arcade. They got Dave & Buster's. They got Tapper's Arcade. There's just so much bullshit that they got here. Music venue-wise, they've got the Vogue, they got Howl at the Moon, they got Hotel Tango Distillery, they got Crackers Comedy Club, The Working Man's Friend. There's, there's just so much cool shit in this city, and I just cannot see myself not liking it. They're even having a concert 
at the hi-fi which features the bassoon and i hope i'm saying that right the goddamn bassoon who plays the bassoon that's insanity that's zaniness that's that's the kind of weirdness Okay, what other tap do I have up here? I gotta get a swig of my tea. Yeah, so there's uh, just lots of bars. Uh, I'm trying to like flip through some of the places. Looks like there's lots of bookstores and weird places to go. Lots of places to check out. Uh, I didn't know it. But uh, H.H. Holmes even killed people in Indianapolis. So there's even an H.H. Holmes connection in the Irvington community, which I did not know about. Even John Dillinger's been to uh, Indianapolis and went to a bar called, um, uh, what's it called? Slippery Noodle Inn. So I, I'm planning on dragging um, Birch Chili to the Slippery Noodle Inn. Um, they even... Here's the thing, I work for this specific government agency, which I hope y'all haven't guessed where I work, but we even got our own credit union up there. So I've been using my grandfather's credit union. So now I'm switching and getting my own credit union with my own peoples. And they even got checking, for Christ's sake. So I'm, I'm excited, I'm so excited that uh, I'm gonna be making more money. I'm gonna, looks like I'm actually gonna be able to get into a house. They were like, yeah, we got you approved, let's go. So everything in my life is looking up right now. For once, you know, I, I, I describe myself, I'm kind of like a can of spam. Okay? Kind of like a can of spam. When, when the world is thriving, I tend to uh, be doing bad. But when the world is not thriving, like when there's a downturn in the economy, oh, I'm that can of spam. I'm thriving, buddy. I'm, I'm going off the shelf, right? People want me on their shelf because I can sit on their shelf forever. I'm that can of spam. And I'm thriving right now. Motherfucking thriving. And um, so next Monday, I'm going up there. I'm looking at a house. Hopefully, I'm going to lock down a house for Raul and me to move into and live happily ever after and make lots of money in a big city going to concerts, willing and dealing, fucking going to comedy clubs, going to independent movie theaters, maybe maybe having random uh, promiscuous sex just in the middle of nowhere, Indianapolis. Why not, right? This is going to be wild. It's going to be wild. And I can't wait, right? Even with Raul, who has been very sad and down lately, you know, he moved back to Bowling Green and he thought he was going to have a job at uh, a department store, folding clothes. But then he got an even better job with his mom. So I'm hoping that, uh, I'm hoping that, you know, even though he's got this good job, uh, hopefully he will still agree to move to Indianapolis with me. I'm like, why wouldn't he? You're getting free housing. Why wouldn't you move there? But w one thing I know about him is if he... If he gets too far away from his parents, he gets homesick and wants to see his family, so he's probably going to be itinerant, living with me for a while, and then going back, knowing him, you know. But I'm glad that I could update you all on this. 
next week I will actually be uh, off the entire week so I plan on uh, actually using my good microphone at, at the house and uh, recording a podcast at the house uh, to update you on what I locked down, what I'm doing. Maybe we'll talk about the news a little bit. Uh, maybe we'll talk about everything going on in my life. Um, y'all been great. Y'all been great to go through this all this bullshit with me. The past whole year with me, I've went through a lot. And I want to thank everyone who listens. Um, it's just been a blast. I think I started... What, in October of last year? We're coming up on it. We're going to have to do something special for the um, the anniversary in October. Uh, I eventually want to start a website. I want to start a Patreon. I want to start... Uh, I want to put everything on YouTube. I just want to uh, expand the podcast and really work on it. And I actually want to work on other podcasts, too. So, uh, And now that I'm going to have my own place, I'm not going to be driving back and forth to work every day. I'm not going to be driving all the time and out on the road um hopefully i'm going to have more time to be able to do all these things and provide uh, high quality content to you in the future um so i hope this rant hasn't been too adhd and all over the place um and too uh flighty and weird and uh annoying um so I'm going into the weekend, uh, going to go up to Bowling Green on Saturday, going to make beautiful, voluptuous love to Raul. And then, um, then I got to come back Sunday. Then I, Sunday, I'm going to drive all the way up to Indianapolis. I'm going to be there to Wednesday with Bert. And then I'm going to come back. And I'm going to spend the rest of the week like cleaning the house and just organizing things and getting things ready to go. So that's my world. And so I'm excited. I'm, it's a new chapter in my life. And I hope this inspires all y'all listening. I hope this inspires you. I hope to tell you that you don't have to, you don't have to be satisfied with your job. You don't have to be satisfied where you live. You don't have to be satisfied with your relationship. And, and you don't have to be stuck in that small town or wherever you're at you can actually pick up and change your life and yeah it's hard it's hard to do Uh, trust me this has been over almost two years in the making to make this happen and now it's finally happening so uh, I love you all tell your friends about the podcast I will definitely uh, record a better one next week hopefully Uh, we'll actually talk about my life and the news and lots of stuff and maybe we'll bring back my little my little fake ads that I used to do Uh, so uh, yeah Uh, have a good one have a good week Uh, you're all beautiful you're all beautiful you're all valuable Uh, and I love you all love you